Hey everyone, welcome to the New You Show. I'm your host, Chuck. This week, we are joined by Mr. Aiden Bentham. Aiden's joining us from across the pond, so obviously this isn't an in-person interview. He's over in the UK, and he has decided to come on and share his story, speak his truth, and tell you some of the lessons learned through his journey. I was drawn to Aiden a while ago on social media because it seemed like we were kind of on a similar path. However, getting to know him better, the, this, this, this gentleman is just a wealth of knowledge. Though he may be quite a bit younger than me, the knowledge, skills, attitude, the actions that he's taken speak volumes, especially for him being, in my opinion, wise beyond his years. So without further ado, if you guys are ready, let's dive in. Welcome back. Like I said, we've got Mr. Aiden Bentham here. Aiden, my brother, how are you? How are we doing, guys? Nice to meet you. Glad to be on the show, and I'm happy to be here. Cool. Awesome, man. Awesome. Yeah, well, I appreciate you joining us early in the morning for, I guess, both of us a little earlier here, being that you're over in the UK. Um, you know, this is my first international star, if you will. No, just guest. And um, I really appreciate you taking the time and coming out and talking with us. You know, sharing your story with us, speaking a little truth to you know, your journey you know. throughout life. So as we get started, why don't you let our know our our listeners know a little bit more about you and who you are, who who Aiden is? Yeah, most certainly. Well, I mean, as Chuck's already introduced, my name's Aiden. I'm from the UK. Um, I'm on social media platforms under the name of Old Soul Tales. And I've just turned 24 years old. However, my, my outlook on life has been very different because I went through a lot of uh, childhood trauma. And um, because of this, it brought the incentive to, I needed to reevaluate myself and, and look at why I'm suffering and what, why I'm going through what I'm going through. And um, from an early age, I'd say age 13, I um, due to like, you know, family frauds and things happening within my personal life, I uh, took, a, took a deep step within. And this is quite, quite a big thing, you know, because I hadn't even started childhood, do you know what I'm saying, or teenagehood, you know. So, but there were three, three main things that happened to me between the age of 13, 15, and I'd say 19. Um, which really put me on a path of authenticity or reconnection to my roots of being with nature, you know, and uh, really not, not, not following the generalized pattern of society, you know, because society seeks to conform us to a certain way. It's to be in truth indoctrination for us to, to follow a system, but it completely kills creativity, you know. Um, I'll start with age 13. So I was introduced to the internet, got a phone and things, and I actually felt addicted to the internet, okay? And the internet really, when you're, when you're given this from a young age, 
it's um your mind is very fragile very it's still developing you know and there was a lot of a lot of things came up between the ages of 13 15 to 19 where i had a real struggle with the internet okay and uh because of this huge imbalances with my dopamine receptors became apparent um, i never knew this when i was younger i kind of knew the issue i had with the internet when i was age 18 or so um but really what i come to see now is we are as a collective due to the to the technology we have it is completely there to distract us from our true essence of love of union of oneness within ourselves and this essence is connected to nature okay there's a reason why we feel good when we're out in nature there's a reason why we you know like walking um in nature uh you know spending time at the beach spending time in the sun even with the rain you know it makes us feel fresh you know and this reason is because our physical vessel our physical body is nature is made up of the the same thing the physical cosmos is you know i ended up going through a complete spiritual awakening due to the disconnect from myself from such a young age um falling addicted to the internet and whatnot and really just creating that disbalance in my mind so my my personal experience was i fell addicted to pornography now this completely destroys the concept or idea around sex and how it should be sex is a very sacred thing however as i said society seeks to keep us in this mindset of disconnect and greed so then we remain disconnected from ourselves so then we're dependent onto the system but this all takes self-awareness to understand okay we're in it but not everybody's aware of it it was only until i became aware was i able to bring consciousness to my actions and see that I'm doing this to myself, you know. And with that, gradually came change, healing, growth, and a completely new perspective of life, you know. As I said, this began for me at age 13, and the real jumps were age 13, then 15, then 19, which were like real big, heavy hitters for me to actually come to term within fully, you know. Because as I said, being 13 and realizing that this isn't who I am, the world is trying to conform us in a certain way. You know what I mean? It, it's it's difficult because A, you're still seen as a child, but it's got nothing to do with your mentality as such. It's got everything to do with your heart, your being, your soul. And I was I was disregarded a lot, you know, because, oh, it's just the norm, do you know what I mean? But I'm actually here to shake the world up in a different perspective. I'm here to help people understand their own truth, their own divinity, their own soul, you know, because we're so disconnected. And as a result, we disrespect ourselves on the daily from eating junk food, from drinking, from smoking. And there's no right and wrong with this. It's all cause and effect. But we suffer because of this, you know, and because we, we're we doing it to ourselves and the lack of awareness is there. There's no awareness. We're not, we're not realizing that we're doing this to ourselves. There are those beings that are so heartfelt in speaking the truth and helping people see that there is no right and wrong. There's no good and bad. There's only cause and effect. What you do onto yourself, you're doing outside. And what you do outside, you're doing onto yourself. Because what I learned later on in my journey, perceiving the spiritual essence of life, which was reconnecting to nature, which was coming back to myself, was actually I was existing in the mind. And I'm not a mind. I'm a heart, you know. We're all eternal beings. We're all existing in the here and now of life life is always now but the mind there's a distinction and this is important the mind 
takes us away from reality, away from the present moment. Because the mind is always past memories, future imagination, yeah? Correct, yeah. And so what happened was living under the pretensions of the mind. I was seeing life with, say, you know, not rose tinted or so, but do you know what I mean? You put a lens over your own reality and you're seeing it based on your own perception. And your perception is all your conditioning. I want to say real quick that the mind, the mind itself, which is how I'd say 95% of people are existing right now in societies specifically because it's built upon developing a strong mind because it's good for the economy, it's good for making money, it's good for the education. It's all indoctrination. It's not truth. It's not authentic. <clears throat> and it's frankly killing people. Do you know what I mean? Because they, they don't know their own power, you know? Sorry, did you want to say something? Oh, I, I was just saying, absolutely, you know, and you touched on something uh, that, that you, you got into and so many of us. I mean, obviously, you and I met on social media. We, we weren't out having a fruit juice at the local corner. I mean, we, we wound up meeting on on social media and social media itself can be obviously productive look at what we're doing now for you know each other what we have been doing for a good while now and for each other however that to me that there's the intent behind it however the entity itself and i'm not here to bash social media like like you said to, to each their own right is it, all in how we utilize anything that comes our way for good or for bad you know but with that social media, that the social media addiction and everything, and the quote unquote influence that was just conscious, constantly put into your head. So you had, like you were saying, the memories of your time on social media, you know, that, that evolution for that day, and then what you would see forward. And you were just focusing too much, like like I was for the longest time on, oh, well, th this is what, you know, I saw here or whatever. And whether I believed it or not, it was draining to me because even, even me knowing that, hey, that's not the truth, it's still just completely draining. And like you said, it, it's very manipulative to it's us the way, brain. it's the way it's the way that whether these the you know the people that are governing life right now and trust me people do not like truth tellers because it it is directly penetrating the ego and we know it's truth because if it triggers us it's truth i always say to people triggers are your teachers triggers are your friends if you truly want to grow if you truly want to join me on the journey i will trigger you but that's what sets you free because the triggers are your limitations see social media as you say is not well, it's cause and effect. It's not good and bad. It's not right and wrong. I took between the ages of 20, I must have been like 19 to 21, between the years just before the pandemic. Um, so August 2018 to 2021, March time, I completely rid everything. Everything. I had no phone. I had this little Nokia, you know what I mean? Like the old school, you know, no technology, no. And it gutted me big time. Because for me to grow up from age 13 all through throughout puberty, you know, and, you know, be hooked onto this, you know, technology, which is designed to distract you, which is designed to disconnect you from yourself, 
Because what is entertainment? What is, you know, advertisement? Why is junk food the way it is? Why is pornography so easily accessible? It's all there to keep you in your primitivity. Because when you're down in your primitivity, you're disconnected from your heart. You know, we've seen all the chakras, you know, these are essentially energy points within the body. And the, what, what I talk about is there is, we can rule out, and science has proven this for the, you know, skeptical mind. There's nothing but energy, and some people need to see that. If you penetrate anything, there's nothing there but protons, atoms, neutrons, and then energy wave, and then even deeper, there's a nothingness. We know this, but I have had this in experience. Yes, this is what people call enlightenment. Rather, right. I prefer to say, I prefer to say alignment, because alignment is when you move away from your mind, which takes you away from reality, past memories, future imagination. When you come back to nature, when you come back to your alignment with the physical cosmos, you will understand that inner emptiness. You will understand your connection to everything. Okay. Because life is always now. Yeah. Life is always now. It's not, it, it feels like when we look through the conditioned mind that life is future and past. No, no, no. These are memories. These are imaginations. But when we perceive life to be now, the whole ball game changes because it's all about energy within us. And the higher our energy ascends by moving away from this reality that we're seeing now, the whole society's kind of conditioned self. If we move away from junk food, right? For example, as I'm not bashing anything, Kyber, it's just it is what it is, you know. But if we say move away from that pleasure seeking kind of reaction, that energy that would usually go into seeking that pleasure, it stays within you. Because it's not going astray from, from the disconnect from reality within yourself, you know? Right. Hopefully that makes sense. Like, um, but what happens is we identify with duality. With pleasure comes pain. And that's the way of the mind. Mind is dualistic. Right. You've got your past, you've got your, your, your future, you've got your goods, you've got your bad, you're right, you're wrong, you're night and day, you're up and down, left and right. All of this is duality, but this is not real. It's, it's a mind construct. What is real is the one reality which we are all connected to that we're currently disconnected to within ourselves. And the only way to reconnect with that is to connect to yourself, is to be real with yourself. And this is why people don't like it because, trust me, my friend, when my throat chakra starts boiling truth, it doesn't stop. But this is what the world needs right now. We need the third dimensional beings as well as the fourth as well as the fifth. And the third dimensional beings right now are the people that are existing for money, sex and sleep you know, food, sex, sleep is primitivity. Yeah. But life goes beyond that. Life goes beyond that. And we have that capability to really transcend that if we choose to, but that's an individual choice. You know, I can't make people choose. And to be honest, when you experience your own divinity, you don't care what people do because you know your own truth. You know the truth, which is reality, which is if you penetrate reality enough, you will understand what Buddha talked about, what Jesus was saying, what all these enlightened beings have been saying. However, there's a lot of, you know, uh, what's the word? Like there's a lot of tension around it because there's misconception with it. For example, people take the Bible to be gospel, but they don't understand that what Jesus was talking about was love. And love is something to be embodied. Love is something to be known in your own experience. If we're just taking on the words of somebody else and going, yeah, yeah, this is true. You, you don't understand the truth itself. So again, that's egoistic because we're looking without. Does that make sense? We've gone from our pure essence, from the heart, up into the mind, looking about, they are right. However, if somebody threatens that because we're in the world of duality in our mind, we will say, no, this is right, that you're wrong. Do you know what I mean? And then it causes wars, fighting, do you know what I'm saying? And it just that, escalates. I, I was going to bring that up. You know, it, there, there may be a difference of an opinion, 
between even you and you and me and 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 that's fine but because of that duality if you will uh, because of that state of mental being if you will this has created wars where in in entire empires and and countries and they they've fallen they've been completely just wiped off this earth not so, because so, so, so much money. correct it's greed it's greed driven correct and, and what they're doing is they're utilizing that more central being if you will what you know what whatever if you have a god if you don't have a god utilizing that and manipulating that for money power greed all that to push their agenda to get their way to manipulate their social structure of the people that look up to them and and that manipulation has worked so well in my opinion you know and i'm i'm not getting into conspiracies i'm getting into what i believe has happened but religion if you will i believe was one of the biggest test beds for social manipulation as as it was because so many people had that belief many more people had that belief in the past and i I mean, past years, well before you and I were even a, a thought process, you know. Um, but through that manipulation, it got slowly but surely people started saying, well, if I can manipulate them on a religious aspect, how else can we manipulate this them? And you'll you'll oftentimes hear like, oh, well, this social media platform or this um, TV series or this book series or this musical band or whatever is like their new God or their new religion or whatever like that. And while people may get very offended by that, that statement in itself is not too far off because that is well, it, it, in, in my opinion, that's extremely far off. However, what they're getting at is the manipulative factor, not from the being, but from the people that are constructing that in the ways that they can manipulate people through that. Does that make sense? My friend, we understand. And this is how, like, when you understand and perceive the spiritual life, Everything is divine timing, but of course, words are so open to misconception. You and me, we're not here by coincidence. This whole universe is like one big mathematical geometrical puzzle. Do you know what I mean? Okay. And you are completely, you're completely without there being a right and wrong. You are right. Any, it's, it's not just religion. It can be anything. As I said, food, porn industry, do you know what I mean? All of this, any way they can manipulate you, they will. And they'll do it through the mind. Religion is one. Even spirituality is corrupted. But this is it. Like words are so open to misconception. As I said with the third and the fourth and the fifth dimensional beings, what I wanted to say is the third is focused on primitivity. The fourth is talking from the heart space rather, you know, telling people because it's all in the name of love. I don't I don't like triggering people, but at the same time, it's setting them free. And of course, it gets a backlash on me. But it is what it is. This is what my soul is here for. This is why I flow with it. This is why I talk. I'm so easily 
I've got the way with the words because it just it's what is good for my soul. My soul wants to talk the truth, you know. And then we have the fifth dimensional beings that embody it. And who embodies it is, like, say, the monks and things. They completely peace one, you know. And then when the, the human ego is in a state of receptivity, guards are down, you know. Hmm, then they can't, you know, they want to, uh, they want to share that, you know. They want to, what's he got that I haven't? Why is he at peace? Just setting the example, you know. I will never, ever, ever impose my understanding with anyone. But online, it's different, you know. I, I'm now seeing an awakening. I've been on this app, TikTok, for a little bit of time. And I just, you know, speak. If people take it and leave it, completely their choice, okay? What I will not tolerate is people giving me aggro because they don't like it. But they're doing what's in their current level of awareness, you know? Because, of course, I've come across a lot of people with the religion, with the God is the way, Jesus is the way, love is the way. But you've got to be very careful because I said words are mis open to misconception. And when we think of the word God, we think of the man in the clouds. And there is an essence between that, behind that, but it's not up there. It's always going to be found within you. And that means taking responsibility of yourself. That means looking at yourself, being real with yourself. And only until when we change ourselves will the whole world change. We're too busy coming, responding from an egoistic perspective. I want to change the world. But the fact is, if we just remained in alignment, come back to ourselves, our true divinity, you would be unvirtuous by default. You, sorry, so you would be as virtuous the one where you're like your moral principle, virtuous like goods. Do you know what I mean? You would be virtuous naturally because we are connected to everything. You know what I mean? It's it is when we go out, we just cause destruction, we greed, like poverty, starvation. We're happy to, as a collective, deny the you know the people on the other side of the planet that are starving for example you know then this is a sign that our minds are ill because we are all interconnected there's nothing but love and we only until we find the love within ourselves will we understand this within the love around us yeah it always starts with us and the world is trying to distract us to go without because when we're without we're vulnerable we're not connected to ourselves okay but only when we come back are we connected are we calm are we embodied in our truth? Are we living in true fearlessness? And this is what the whole government, this is what the whole world wants to seek for us to, wants us to be. They want us to live in fear. They want us to divide. They want us to hate that nation, to go to war with them. It's all fear-based. It's all fear-mongering. The news, what you read on the TV, it's all just, to be honest, crap, my friend. And as I said, I've gutted myself in the sense of my ego, my identity, to then come to this truth. I've died many times, you know, that ego death. You go through a death. Every time you let go of something that you know is not beneficial to you and your soul, that is the death. And it's painful. It hurts. But this is our own liberation, you know. And, yeah, you're completely right regarding the religion. They will use it as a backdoor to get into your mind so then they can manipulate. I'll, I can say big things, of course, but then it triggers a lot of people. But this is, this is, this is the path I've chosen to walk, you know, and you, you meet the people that are for you. But it's all needed. There's no right and wrong. There's no good and bad. And it's not a case of looking down above or looking down on people or looking up. You know, I'm not superior. You're not inferior. We are, in my eyes, all in a line, walking together, remembering our true self, our true own inner essence, you know. And we're all different, different uh, expressions of this one truth. But there is oneness there. And you've heard it throughout the ages, throughout you know, the philosophers, the mystics, the monks, the sages, even the religious beings, if they're aware enough, 
will tell you that love is the answer, that this oneness, inner oneness, which you have to find within yourself, will give you the kingdom of God, will give you everything that people are so trying to find outwards, but it all comes back to you. Well, and, and you know, you, you covered this, and th this is why I said religion rather than spirituality. I believe in spirituality. Mm. To me, that is different than religion. And, you know, we're, we're here to speak our truth, right? And, you know, I'm not here to trigger or offend anybody. But at the same time, I'm not going to hold my truth back because that would be being dishonest with them. Exactly. And I personally believe that I believe in spirituality. I am a very spiritual person. I personally believe that religion, especially organized religion, is a manipulation and bastardization of spiritual beings and a, a spiritual process that comes from within and comes from above, below, where, wherever you may believe um, that socially religious structure, if you will, is often manipulated by whether it be by uh, religious leaders, um, dictators, leaders of you know certain countries provinces you know e even all the way down to villages in some places you know um and that's where i think the organized religion when i say religion that's what i mean i mean absolutely no disrespect to a spiritual being and what i mean by spiritual being is not only <clears throat> the entity that you believe in but the spiritual being within yourself exactly and this is it this is it this is how we know it's truth and i can work with people especially because being online talking you get all sorts of crap you know but i've been blocked like nine ten times for speaking truth but is this is it like because words are so open to misconception Human ego gets to it first. Oh, that, that hurts me. That annoys me. That does quick block. block. We, I ain't going to lie. We're living in a wet, white, wet, white society, especially with my generation, especially, do you know what I mean? Like everyone's, oh, that hurts my feelings. Grow up. The fact is, if it triggers you, there is truth in it. Okay. Religion, there's no right and wrong. There's no good and bad. Never will be. But it's always going to be cause and effect. Religion can be a good stepping stone towards knowing truth. And truth is always found when you let go, when you believe. I trust the divine. I trust God. You get out the way as an ego. However, what we're get, getting now is no, uh, what, so Christianity is the best religion. No, this is the best religion. And then you're, it's the same old ego fighting over a different subject. Okay. We are pure subjectivity. We are from within looking without. But what has happened is we are going without identifying what's come to us. And we're holding on to that. Yeah, this is true. This is true. Jesus is the way. God is the way. These are just examples. You know what I mean? But it's still that mindset, still that dualism, do you know what I mean? That dualistic seeing, you're seeing through fragmentation. Anything done through the mind is going to distort our perception of life. Because it's like, you know, when you smash the mirror and it's just split, that is what it's like looking through the mind's eye. There's no right. connection. Yet we are, we are a mirror. We are complete, you know, one, just one whole mirror, glass, pure, clear, clarity but this comes from your knowing 
you say about spiritual, I mean, even the word spirituality has been corrupted because people identify it with ego, like spiritual ego. Look at me, I'm spiritual, I've got dreadlocks. It's all crap. Spirituality has nothing to do with how you look, but everything to do with how you feel. And it's all about your own authenticity. It's about body, true self. And that, as you said, is completely, you will talk your truth. Doesn't matter who doesn't like it, who likes it. it you know, it'll be for you. For me, this is, as I said, I'm only 24. And I'm very mm. blessed in the growth I've had in my journey. But it's not about age. It's about your own soul's walk. That spark, that energy within you that you've been through all this experience to know that, okay, I'm not this experience. Then you turn within and you start seeking the truth. And it will be truth because it is, you know it. When, it. when I say truth, truth is love. Love is truth. But love is not an emotion. Love is a force. Love is an energy. Love is something you feel in your heart. Do you know what I mean? It's right. happening to me now because it's for me talking like this is my passion and I love it and it just flows, you know, but even I try and encourage people don't even identify with this, with the labels, just drop the labels because again, it's coming from the mind, you know, it's coming from the mind. I got something which is quite, quite, what's the word I'm trying to find? It's quite intriguing why I've got it because I ain't picked this book up in a long time yet, but I wanted to quickly pop this on. Because it's here with me for a reason, right? And I, I, I read when I uh, deleted social media for two years. I, I read a lot of books, especially with Osho. I don't know if you've heard of Osho, but that man. Oh yeah, we we've got Osho over here. Yes. Yeah, I'm sure you do. You know, but I connected to him so much because he was just, just. Oh, never, me. never mind. Here we have Osha and its safety regulations and everything. I thought you meant you, you had to. Oh no, no, no. Workers, no. Okay, so something much uh, more enlightening than Osha manuals. And, and you know, for for any of our uh, American listeners, they are probably laughing their behinds off right now that I I just thought you were talking about uh, Osha regulations here. I was like, how is that enlightening at all? You know, but. Yeah, Osho was um, well, actually means master in Japanese, but his name was Bhagwan Rajneesh, and he was just a mystic. He actually went over to Oregon. There, there's a documentary on him, but of course they want to dramatize everything. But the fact is, the things he was saying was saying straight from his heart. I just connected to the man. He was just a pure truth teller. I read so many of his books when I was going through my awakening and letting go and everything. But then there comes a point where you stop reading, you got to embody. However, there was one book, right? And this is ironic. There's one book that really touched my soul because it was just pure truth. I resonated and this is just what worked for me. But I want to put it on here today and it's called Conversations with God by Neil Donald Walsh. I don't know if you've ever read that. Okay. But your Neil viewers Donald made... Walsh? Okay, Neil Donald Walsh. Walsh. I don't know. Let me flip the camera around and set my friend there. But this book, right, there's three of them. But this was the one book I needed because for me, it just spoke pure truth. Uh, just it is what it is. But I love the word of God because God is God is there, but not in the way we perceive. You know, God is in your heart. God is in everything, seen and unseen. God is the Creator, but you have to tap into Him with Him or die through your own knowing not through looking up into the sky no you're looking without you're looking through your mind you need to come to your heart my friend and to come to your heart is to come back to nature to come back to alignment of how we should be as a human being living in this world it literally is a case of 
white man's come in to bloody take, take, take from the native, for example. But how the Native Americans were living was pure, purely spiritual. You can perceive the spiritual when you're in alignment with nature. But this word God here, a lot of people are going to bring their own condition. And yeah, that's you know Jesus Christ, God, I mean, the Christian God. That may be true. OK, I perceive that, but I don't perceive that through my mind. I perceive that in my heart. And I speak from my heart and I'm trying to wake people up from their own ego because right now they're existing in their minds, seeing life through this fragmentation. As a result, if I say something, it's going to offend them. But that is how you know it's truth, because if there was no truth in it, it wouldn't bother you. Why would it trigger you if there's no truth? It just doesn't make sense. Does that make sense? <laughs> Absolutely. And, and I tell you, you know, I, I don't quite remember how we wound up um, crossing paths and stuff like that. But I do remember just seeing this this younger cat, you know, he, he seemed pretty cool. He got some moves on him, you know, the, the little Mark Wahlberg looking dude, you know, with, with his muscles and stuff like that. But, you know, you know, I, I'm, I'm just I'm just busting your balls for that. But, um, you know, I, I was uh, I was watching, you know, some of the things you were doing and, you know, listening a little bit about it. And one day, and, you know, obviously, you know, it's Chuck, your ego um, is my, I guess you would call call sign or whatever on social media. But you started speaking about ego. And you've obviously mentioned it quite a few times here. And a lot of people look at ego as some kind of, well, egotistical, macho type thing. But ego is so much deeper and it's not always bad your ego i mean that is the common misconception because and you know i'm sure it's like that um you know over across the pond as well and throughout the world is we come up with these preconceived notions of what something is through social construction and everything but also the, the these phrases that we just regurgitate out of our mouths that we really don't fully understand. And it is so deceptive for us because we have been so, so blindly following what is socially acceptable to say. So we just keep spouting out these phrases. So very similar to ego, you say, well, you know, and, and people ask me, Chuck, your ego. Well, does that mean you you, you just think ego is bad? No, I just thought it was a cute little thing to say. However, because I was very big into ego, there is, you know, and, and not to go back to duality, but there, there are many different forms and some are more constructive than others. However, if you learn from all of it, it can all be constructive. It's in your intent and the way that you utilize it. So with with all that being said, would you mind kind of explaining to our, our listeners a little bit more about ego? Indeed, I can, my friend. So you are completely right, especially regarding the spiritual community. Yeah, ego this, ego that, drop your ego. But then it actually becomes egoistic to try and put attention on to dropping the ego. So I mean, and I want to say 
as Chuck has just nailed on the head, ego is not an enemy. It never is, has been an enemy. The true enemy is our fear. But this is what happens. Ego is designed for this third dimensional reality, the physical, you know, everything we're seeing is reality. Reality goes much deeper, but we cannot see it with our physical eyes. It's all to be perceived. Okay. There's nothing but energy, as I said, but ego, it just needs to be taken aback a bit. It's a case of letting go of what is not natural, what does not serve you. The whole society is fictitious. Everything in society is fake. Okay. And this is why it's fake because it's, it gets into you. It keeps you vulnerable, living in fear. It's fear mongering. For example, these advertisements will first put the insecurity out about your face, your makeup and whatnot. And then they'll present you a product to fix that. No, they've just manipulated you. Put the fear, distilled that into your mind because you're not aware of that. You, okay. I need to, do you know what I mean? There's family members in my family that are very prone to it. And as I said, it's not our responsibility to help people. Well, not so help, but like save people. Do you know what I mean? We put the information out it because we've got our path. We've walked our journey. We understand. We know. Whether people take it, great. If they don't, okay. You, you always do what's good for you and your soul. Don't ever listen to me. But I want to tell you that ego is not the enemy. Ego is doing its job for what we've been conditioned for, you know, what it's been conditioned to do. The uh, Fear. When... When we meet our needs, I talk a lot about simplicity. I love the word simplicity because we all know when we say simplicity, we think, ah, simple. The present moment is a very simple place to live. It's just here and now, but there's so much Absolutely. love. There's so much, there's so much fulfillment in it, you know. Simplicity is one way to work at it, okay? Meditation, again, I did a lot of meditation, but I come to see that you are meditation. Meditation is to be embodied, is to be lived, not do 20 minutes a day, an hour a day, and then drop it in there. Meditation is a deconstruction of all the false that's within you. And the false comes from that part of the ego, because this is ego, but say this part of it might be what we need to release, which is our ideas, identities, our conditioned self, that which we are not. We let go of that and we still have this, but this ego, there's no sense of I. It's quite literally protecting you from danger. When there's a car there, when you step out into the road and a car comes and you naturally jump out of the way, you that's not you. That's not even your soul. That's the ego. That's the shit, real danger. Get out of the way, you know, but you don't think about that. There's no, I need to get out of the way. Do you know what I mean? It just happened. That is the ego's job. That is what it was here for in this third dimensional reality to protect us from real life danger, from threats. But now... You know, of course, these things happen that we do step out into the road, but we're not being chased like we were in our primitive sense by saber-toothed tigers. There is no need for the ego to be so big. However, because we are living in a fear-based society, it's all stress, 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 money, 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 work hard, you know, do you know what I mean? All this. Right. Putting tension on ourselves. We're living in our minds. I need to be here. I need to do this. We're looking through the lens of the futuristic mindset, you know. And as a result, we're living in anticipation. Anticipation brings anxiety because it's the what if, what if, what if, what if I can't pay my bills? What if I can't do this? What if I can't do that? You know, this system is built upon stress and we're, we're trying to go to the, you know, we're going to the doctors, the pharmaceutical saying, oh, I'm stressed. I need, you know, some medication. They give you the medication. The truth is my friends, your medication is out in the, in nature because that's where you belong. That's where we all belong as a human being, but they will not tell you this. 
because it means they're losing money. If you heal yourself, if you know that your anxiety, your labeling of yourself, I'm depressed, I'm this, I'm that. If you understand that you're affirming this to the life that is happening always right now, then you're literally saying, yes, I am this, or the universe is responding to you. Yes, you are, you are. You know how powerful your thoughts can be. If you start saying, and your thoughts can heal you, I am powerful, I am strong, I'm healing, I'm moving on. You feel good, you feel that energy within yourself, yeah? But that's a conscious choice. Sorry? I said absolutely, absolutely. And and with with all of that, with the social construct of this, I I feel that, like you were saying, we're, we're getting away from that primal instinct, that subconscious reaction and <clears throat> manipulating it. Sign in real quick. I am, I am. I'm still here and uh, should be back. There we go. Okay. Um, I believe that through the social construct and in this conscious mind, if you will, this conscious processing we have really manipulated the ego too much. And like you were saying, we're not running from saber-toothed tigers or from lions or, you know, getting away from this beast or that beast as much as they had to before. We are now creating our own beast through the fear of it, through this manipulation and we're allowing that manipulation to enter us. And it is completely changing our makeup, whether it's, you know, mind, body, spirit. We are allowing that to not only dictate us in that moment, but we're staying in that manipulate uh, manipulative state. And it is changing our process. And, and that's what... Um, it isn't that widely thought up, but what you, I'm sure you've heard the phrase, what you repetitively do or continuously do, you become and everything like that. Well, you don't really become that. However, up here, your processes um, will change. The actual makeup of your brain itself, its structure, its chemical balance, you know, and you were talking about your dope levels, your dopamine levels. and stuff. I mean, that's why they call dope, dope. It's that's because it. <laughs> they were looking for that dopamine. And people are like, man, I never really thought about it. That's why dope is called dope. Like, man, I, I got to get my, my dope, man. I got to get my dope. Well, that's really, it's like the word disease as well. It's just dis-ease, separate it, dis-ease. Remember, remember, and make these in this book. Will just wake you up i'm telling you this is the one book i keep next to my bed because it just it, it just is it's so simple isn't it when you see it for what it is it's just like wow do you know what i mean well even like disease right or dopamine right what we've done is we've once again taken the the pure form if you will of something and constructed it socially to fit our narrative our agenda to get for that money for that power for that greed all that good stuff so now disease is like oh my gosh she's got a disease everybody run and it's like what do you um, think COVID is right now you know 
Dude, right. Well, you know, I, I, I didn't want to talk about the, uh, the, the Corona, but you know, it's, it's actually, you know, and, and I have my thoughts on that and everything, but the, the word disease or the word dopamine that got shortened to dope and, you know, oh, this is dope, right? Well, now we're not talking about drugs. We're talking about something that's cool. But is something really cool? I mean, did the temperature drop on it? Or was that just another thing that we're saying? And I tell you what, speaking internationally, like you said, aggro earlier. Well, I, you know, grew up surfing and, you know, in in that kind of realm and everything. And that is a word that's used in, in that realm. But not everybody will know what aggro means. Not everybody will know what dope means. That's dope or that's cool or whatever. And, you know, not here to judge, just to bring realization to the social construct of so much that was simple, that was pure, that has been changed, manipulated, bastardized to not only fit a certain mold or a title, right? To define something, but also to do that to the individual that their message is reaching. And that's why I like your message so much is, you know, you completely just, you got simple, man, you, you know, and, and, I once again going into uh, phrases, terminology, stuff like that. Over here, it was a huge, in 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 some circles, it still is, but a huge insult to be called simple or you're a simp or whatever stupid shit people yeah, want to put out it comes there. From a and context, I, yeah. Right, right. You know, but I'm I'm completely fine with being simple you know and then when people put this out and and i have a a, a friend that i started putting out some things on social media and, and it was about basic stuff and either you're basic or you're simple and that means that you were just like oh my gosh there, there's so many negative connotations when it comes to those words. And I'm thinking, how much more pure could you really be in your intentions and your actions and all that if you really just did break it down to the basics to becoming simple? You know, and, and, and the reason for that is, and, and the way that I look at it, and it's been changed so much, but, you know, coming from my background and having taught for so many years, we always harped on the fundamentals, the basics, all that stuff, because psychologically going back when the shit hits the fan and you've got nothing but what you have been practicing and see, this goes into a whole different realm. What you have continuously practiced when everything just goes haywire and you revert back to your primitive state what are your core fundamentals what 
are your basics because for those that have not been put into that situation and I'll say yet on their journey, their path through life, when they do, they're going to revert back to those things. And by focusing on the basics, getting the simplicity down, understanding who you simply are, I think when everything goes to crap or when you're when the stress of your day or the moment or this or that is overwhelming to you and you're able to simplify who you are at the core, obviously none of us are perfect. So there is going to be temptation and manipulation and we're going to veer from our path and, and stuff like that. And, and that is perfectly fine. That is perfectly fine. That's how we also learn about ourselves. But when everything hits a fan, if we can get back to, like you say, a more simple state, then that is going to be our base level. That's going to be our foundation and making sure that our foundation, who we are at our core on the inside, simply <clears throat> is who we truly want to be. I really think that that right there will bring us to a better state of dealing with struggle, obstacles, life. It will. Thank you for all of that. I've got a lot to say, actually, regarding simplicity. And you said something earlier I wanted to touch the tabs with, but I can't remember what it was. It's something to do with... Uh, it's going to make come back to me. Regarding simplicity, it's just one way of expressing it. You know? I mean, children are probably... In fact, no, children are the best beings to learn from because they've come straight from the divine down here in pure human form. They are clean. Up until the age of five, did you know children can actually remember and perceive their past lives? And they will talk about it. Which, of course, if you're more of a mind-oriented, Mr. Logical, well, I'm a professional, I'm a dean, I'm a, you know, I work in a university, it's me, me, me. You're going to, nah, yes, that's wrong, because you're more into the mind. I put a highlight on my, um, under the highlight awareness, I spoke, actually, the most purest, most spiritual beings on this planet are the ones that actually choose to come down here and experience the, um, you know, things like um, maybe ADHD or uh, what's, what's the one? Is it Down syndrome, you know? But if you just look at these children and look how pure, look how happy, look how contented. Oh, they have yeah. Love. Yes. Children you know with I mean? Down syndrome are absolutely amazing. They are some of the most loving, pure. Yeah, do you know what I mean? That, oh, my gosh. The principle is that the most judgmental, the most fragmented split people the most people that actually need the love the most are the ones that appear to be logical appear to be of knowledge appear to be smart this is not intelligence intelligence is a natural force from the universe intelligence is life it's not intelligent to go get yourself caught into a mortgage because obviously you made a dumb decision when you're younger again there's no right and wrong with it it happens my old man is a prime example <laughs> i'm trying to help him out you know but like do we do intelligence is essentially to respond from the heart, to respond from your life. And the more we talk, the more we invest, we're simply using our minds more. But we are eternal and eternity. When I say we're eternal, we're, we exist in the present moment. The present moment has no past, 
or future. There's no doing this of it. The present moment is this. The mind does this, but you're always existing now. Do you know what I mean? When Just we back, exist now, back and forth, right? When we exist now, we do perceive that love, which the purity of children do as well, because obviously they're clean slate. It's again, it's not education, it's indoctrination. Okay. It's not they want you to get better. No, they can't afford for you to be healthy. And this is why I'm so passionate because I went to therapy and I was being pushed down and down even more to be more broken in myself. So then I didn't heal. So then I'm more dependent on the system. And I said, no, who are you to tell me who I am? Do you know what I mean? And of course, I went off my own, done my own work, and I found I am the one that decides who I am. This is my life. Do you know what I mean? And this is the power that we all have the capability to tap into. But it means taking that first step within yourself and being real. And as you said, that was it. That's what just reminded me. You said something about being perfect. It took me a bit of time, but perfection. It, get the word out of your dictionary. Do you know what I mean? Because perfection isn't real. There is light. Yeah. There is dark. Total acceptance of both means that you are completely grounded within yourself. You know yourself yet. Yeah? Because if we deny an aspect of life, if we deny the anxiety, the jealousy, the anger, as if it's something bad, then we're saying this shouldn't be here. It has a purpose. Suffering is there to remind you that you aren't that and you are, in fact, this. But it's not about, and this is a very important distinction because we often say positive thinking. Nah, not positive thinking because then you're, you're doing something again. If you accept the light and accept the dark, then all of a sudden you're out of it because you're okay with it all. Okay, to be okay with everything, to be okay with life as it is, a total acceptance will put you into that eternity, the present moment. And when you respond from your heart, you attract effortlessly because you're not wanting, you're not implying your lack. Does that make sense? Perfection doesn't exist, guys, literally. Like perfection is, an, is again, another manipulation tactic. I, when I, when, like, before my, no, what was it? When I am um, with my last relationship, I went away like, I'm going to work on myself and become perfect. It doesn't exist. And that was my ego again, trying to creep back in the back door saying, yeah, you're going you're gonna to really perfect yourself. It will never be about you being perfect. It will always be about you just being real. Be real. I can work with people that are say, coming to me like, I'm feeling anxious. I'm scared, but I want to work. At least they're in that passivity, you know, they're, they're aware it's there, they're aware it's happening. It doesn't have to just be that. It can be jealousy, anger. It can be any difficult emotion, but it's about working with it. It's not about fighting because what happens is people, of course, blame. Oh, yeah, it's your fault that I'm angry. No, it's coming from you. It's your responsibility. I can either help you if you allow me or you do it by yourself. But that is down to them. Do you know what I mean? Absolutely. So coming back to being perfect. It doesn't exist. It's just about being real. Which is why, as I said, like I get along with you because you're open-minded. With an open-minded individual, they don't care. They know what they know because it's their knowing. You only know from your own experiences. And that is a really beautiful thing because you're not going to try and impose. It's not about preaching. It's about teaching. There's a difference. Yeah, Preaching is insecure. Preaching is putting your projections onto someone. Yes, putting your projections onto someone. But teaching, you're just giving them what you know. And then you walk away. What you do with it is your choice. You're either with me or you're not, but that's your walk. That's the idea. That's how I try to work, you know? 
And and that's a huge thing with this show here is I'm not here to dictate what our listeners need to do. And exactly. thankfully, you and and my other guests, you haven't either. I mean, you may just and I'm, I'm grateful that you were speaking your truth and you're putting it out there and you're allowing our listeners and me to take what we would like from it and learn our way. But I'm not here to tell you how to be. Exactly. I, I have a hard enough tell, time allowing myself to be who I need to be, you know, without tell, even telling myself. But through that, sharing our experiences, sharing our processes and it's not even so much sharing our knowledge with people no it's sharing our experiences and how we dealt with whatever it may be good bad and different along that journey it just allows others to realize and, and i'm sure we have listeners right now that are like you know man i don't even know this cat this Aiden dude, but dang, I really have a lot in common with him. This is crazy. And, and, and like you and I've talked about in the past is none of us are the same, but we're all similar and we're all similar. The most down at our core, this external world that we have all created for others, but mainly for ourselves, that's, you know, where all the, the differences and the dualities and just all this bullshit, if you will, has, has, has come, come from. And that's where the manipulation comes from. And, you know, all that where, you know, oh, it's this person versus that, that person, this tribe versus that tribe, this sex against that sex. You know, what, whatever it may be, that's all external, once again, bullshit. It that is. makes us think that we're so different, but we're very similar. And uh, at the core, we are the same, the one source energy. And this has been my spiritual experience. Meditation will show it to you. It's all about just be, just relax. Because when we're relaxed, we're not holding on to any tension in the mind. The mind is what we're, you know, currently I'm using my ego and in post-learned language, but that's necess necessary, you know, that's not a bad, or what they call the bad ego, and we're just communicating. But we need it. We need this in this life, you know. But at the essence, we're all the same. That's how we connect. That's that feeling of, yeah, like, you know, friendliness. Friendliness, that's our souls interwining with one another. And you're completely right. It's not about, um, it's just sharing you have your experiences. I have mine. People will see this. I can relate to Chuck. I can relate to Aiden. It happens now, but this is why it's so important that we get that voice out there because when you are just your genuine self, people can feel more comfortable. But because we're living in a society of fake, all the people that are labeled the influencers are probably the most insecure people. And that is talking truth because they are, you know, fake wearing all this makeup. You know what I'm saying? It's just, it's all insecurity and that's not to knock anything, but we got to be real with the situation. What's the need, the validation to make your lips bigger, to plaster yourself in that kind of 
and then you want to attract a nice guy. That's just one example of it. But this is what society's done to us. Again, with the men, a lot of the time we go to the gym because we're insecure. And this was my experience. I used to be a lot bigger, a lot more masculine, do you know what I mean? But I felt so insecure. Why do I need to feel like I need to be bigger from, for validation externally? So I came away. You know what I mean? There's nothing wrong with it. Again, there's nothing wrong with it if it makes you feel good within yourself. But you need to be real. Where is it coming from? Is it coming from my heart or is it coming from something that someone else has told me? And a lot of the time, nine times out of 10, it's external. And this is why there's judgment. There's only judgment. We judge other people because we are ourselves insecure. We do not know ourselves. There would be no judgment. We would just get along because we're comfortable within ourselves. We would share that love, share that life. Well, and, and you know, that's something when, when you come into uh, stereotypes or stigmas or whatever, you know, I did uh, quite a good stint in the military myself, uh, went over after the military and did some things once again in, in, in some foreign lands. And I would say 100% of the, the gents that I worked with over there all had tattoos. I don't have one tattoo. And people are like, there is no way you were in the military. There is no way you did this. There is no way you did that. And I'm like, why? They're like, dude, you don't even have a tattoo. Oh, so for in order, in order for me to one of the prerequisites to do something in my life or to be masculine or to be this or to be that or to be i have to what do what is socially constructed i don't have to do any of that i do do i like tattoos heck yeah i think oh man so they've got some gorgeous work out there and everything they just haven't been for me. And that's that's when all of this perception of what someone has to be or the exactly. way that someone has to be is just so. And I it's keep distorted. going back to distorted. You know, you are distorting what is reality through allowing someone else to make up your your reality for you if that makes any sense indeed it does my friend this is i wanted to say like because uh, the truth will hurt it, it it is burning the ego the fake the false but this is how you when you need to pause and be like what he's saying is real and it wakes you up it's refreshing to hear it but it's been my experience been yours i'm sure that it hurts to burn away the old it is a burning you know the great phoenix you know you're rising you're reborn you're letting go of the old and this is it like yeah oh you ain't got tattoos do you smoke yeah it's like a lot of the squaddies around here a lot of them aren't even joining the military because they want to serve they're joining because it's easy money they're joining because it gives them a status grow <laughs> up do you know what i mean but this is what the society has done to my generation and another thing which is important that we actually need this as well. We need this low level of consciousness because in order to know what higher consciousness is, we've got to go through this. Do you know what I mean? It's that simple. There was a quote from Lao Tzu. Before you are wise, you must be young and foolish. Okay. And I want to keep remarking it, especially when I talk the truth in, this, in the kind of sensitive areas that 
it's not about it's not about attacking it's about being real with the situation and this is what society's done that we are indeed insecure that we feel like we got to wear all this stuff we feel like we got to be big we've got to wear the tattoos do you know what i mean it's all status it's all money look at the car i've got look how many girls i've got do you know what i mean it's all immature baby mentality mate and if we knew our own divinity which isn't about masculinity masculinity in this world right now is trying to dominate that is fear that is insecurity feminine feminine as well is again more passive more gentle but still it's fear-based but when you balance the two together that is when you experience divinity and that is when you experience your truth the real love not emotional quality but power but truth do you know what i mean the love which because we've been conditioned again to know that love is an emotion love is affection and then that i could be given one someone affection but my intentions underneath could be you know i want to use you i want to take you for my own ego do you know what i mean because i'm insecure in myself but we it's so important that we know that we need this again we need the third dimensional level of consciousness which is that kind of egoistic primitivity you know look at me i'm big and scary there would be no reason to flap up if we weren't living in fear do you know what i mean it's that is that's how simple it is if we if we understood that the force of life mother nature herself if we yield if we surrender to that force you know nature is very gentle very beautiful but also not merciful you are the same your divinity is very gentle very beautiful but not merciful it will tell you what you need to hear in order for you to grow and this is the part in my journey that's been challenging you know especially online when i do my my live videos and that because people can just hit the block button now and just and it gets you off I've tried to fight for it, but there's a different perspective. When we're sharing what we're sharing now, it's quite literally a sharing, you know, but that's how it grows, isn't it? You know, you put out what feels right within your heart and you've probably understood from your perspective that your authenticity will overpower everything. I denied myself for some time, you know, being that guy with the big and the tattoos and the kind of... um, trying to fit in as the, they call it the fuck boy over here, do you know what I mean? Like the player and that. But for me, that never sat right. I, I felt disgusted with myself because I'd, I'm a pure being. But when I say pure, I mean clean. I mean, not like all lovey-dovey. I mean real. Pure means to be clean. Remember that. The pure is to be clear in your focus. You're pure like a child. Children are very sweet. But they they don't they don't move in fear today. They just they do what they want because they're kids and they communicate through crying. But of course, our system kills a creativity. If we allow children to blossom, they would be the ones teaching us. Truly, you know. <laughs> well, as as you know, I I do have a young one, you know, and um, I'd say the stuff I learn from him is just mind-blowing you know and and the things that he says back to me are so just wakes you up it's so pure but that's the thing is you know like you're talking about the the scientific mind and and these professors and stuff that just dismiss this stuff well why are you dismissing it how can especially as let's just say a mathematician or someone that is into math and science how can you so quickly dismiss what is pure and basic 
you know, because that's where that all turn goes back. It's simple, right? So why deny that? And a lot of that once, once again, goes back to the agenda. You don't believe in it because you've been told not to believe in it. You know, it's just like uh, Peter Pan back in the day. I, I'm sure you know Peter Pan, um, yeah. you know, and, you know, all you have to do is believe, Peter. All you have to do is believe, Peter. And everybody's like, what is this woman talking about? She, she's been snorting too much of her own pixie dust, you know, and that's all it is, is getting back into yourself, what you know, what you believe, um, what you know within you that has not been manipulated by external forces i need this is such a hot topic for me my friend because as i said earlier briefly i mentioned about the skeptical mind the mind the mind is a logical place and that is why people outroll it as you said yeah it's because it's what they've been conditioned to it's also fear-based they're not willing to let go i got a couple members in the family that are like this but Science is actually, science and spirituality go very hand in hand. However, it's like this, you know, they are together, but science is objectivity, spirituality is subjectivity. One is you're looking at it. The other is you're experiencing it. There is a point where they go like this, yeah. And this is important because a lot of minds right now are in the scientific mind. As I said, science has already proven that there's nothing but energy but they will never experience it because they're always looking at it. They need to go within, not go without. And then, of course, that's the moment where, no, 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 we don't have to go. Because scientists are scared to know the truth. Not all of them. There's a couple of great ones at the minute. Joe Dispenza is the only one I can think of, but there's a couple I'm sure you probably know about. And then you mentioned about belief, yeah? Mm -hmm. I had to write it down real quick. But belief. Belief is a mechanism of the mind. Okay, what meditation does is it, it gives you that awareness to see what your mind is doing. Like our soul, our pure consciousness, essence of pure consciousness, pure here and now, pure awareness, is nothing but the same life force that keeps the planets revolving, that keeps the trees and the plants going, you know. We are that, but obviously in a body. Pure energy. But when it comes to belief, belief is a good stepping stone. We can use the mind to come back to our soul. So belief is, I, I, I trust, I believe in God. If we believe in something then we are we are looking without but as i said it can be the necessary fuel to lead to trust trust gives you the ultimate knowing it is kind of subtle because belief is kind of you're putting your belief into something else it can cross over to trust you know but when we trust trust is the true let go we have to surrender what we know and this is what i say we have to become empty and when i say that Become empty of your thoughts, your feelings, your ideas, your identities, your dogmas, your conditioning, your that's a fears, your ambitions, your goals, your dreams, desires, because all of this has been given to you from the society. And we think we want that. But really, we're here to remember our essence, our soul. And the soul doesn't exist in the mind. The soul exists yes. inwards, which is why it will the last step will be I need to turn within, I need to find inner peace. Because it's only until we suffer until we look without that we realize this isn't what I want. It's the suffering, it's the catalyst for growth, you know. Sometimes it happens where we just stumble upon ourselves. But what's the reason, what's the incentive? It will always be your own suffering. And this is what's happening right now with the, the awakening, you know, what people are seeing things for how they are. Like a couple of years ago, man, I thought, I'm the only one on the planet to be going through this. And I thought, yeah, I'll just stop watching, you know, but it, 
in that because my history was with internet pornography there was a heavy wound based on my past life trauma and things but it runs deeper than that okay i thought i was just going to stop that move on go back to normal go back to like a bit of partying and that nah it just goes on and on and on and on but that's that's how we know what we know that's how we've come to see our truth as it is because there is a lot more going on on this planet and beyond than we than we think we ever know but if people just stopped if they just let go of what they think they know and trust the answers will give themselves to you because everything is now the universe is a conscious being and the answers are there there is no such thing as imagination really everything's already there in creation just in subtler dimensions of energy we can't see it but it's there thoughts alone is energy it's light energy that we're putting up and it's going out which is how why often times that oh i was just thinking about you when you were thinking about them or when they popped into your head do you know what i mean right we're all, inter- we're all interconnected but science as i said it, it it does go hand in hand science and spirituality but there's a point where they do veer off and that is when scientists will come over to the spiritual because they want to know more however these scientists will be silenced because it's threatening the system and this comes from this comes from common sense just you just see reality for what it is you can see what people are trying to do to each other what the governments are trying to do what you know trying to disconnect us that is, and as you said about conspiracy theories earlier, I try and stay away from that because that's another subject altogether. But when you know, you know, you talk from that knowing and you do what's good because there's still one step after the conspiracies, after realization of realization of what the hell's going on in the world, how we so disconnected from one another, come back to yourself and then you perceive so much more, which is that's when things get a bit crazy you know that's when things kind of people get oh i'm struggling to understand that because it is it's spiritual in essence and that is it's just deeper it's just a deeper level in the game you know but we're all on our journey we're all on our journey we're there's no right and wrong it's a case of what resonates with you take away with that now do some growth do some digestion because i don't know about you chuck but for me like when i'm a real quiet guy honestly i you know a lot of time by myself and I can relate with people in my inner circle, but of course my heart's with the divine self spending time helping people awaken. But when people ask me a question, my guy, it's like open like page 892. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, and it just flows and goes and goes that <laughs> poor people. They're like, slow down, slow down. I'm like, yeah, sorry, sorry. It's just, but it's cause you, you've lived it, you know it, you embody it and you love it. And that love is there and that passion. But you know, when someone talks from the heart, it is just, it flows. It, it it's so flows. organic. It just flows. And, and that's, you know, you, you, you had mentioned doing some of your videos or some of your lives or whatever on social media. And I'm just like, dang, dude. Like, I mean, you, you're not a poet. You're not a musician. You're not any of that. And like you said, you, you are uh, rather from what I've seen, I have seen a uh, reserved, quiet person. But I tell you what, you get Aiden started on something he's passionate about, and you better just stand by, hold on to whatever you can, because you're about to go for a ride. And that's why, you know, and we we can, uh, you know, kind of throw it out there, I, I, I believe. But, you know, you had spoken about, you know, doing a podcast of your own and everything. And when you mentioned that, you know, I was 
behind the scenes getting this all linked up and you know uh, working on this and i'm like dude i i have got to have him on my show because and and that's that's what's so cool is is by bringing people that have had the experience um through through their life and we've all had experiences obviously but have really taken the time to ingest it all process it keep what they want what they need and let go of the rest and then they've just become so passionate about it that when they talk about it it just flows and to, to have you just like go off in in, in a very constructive way um in, in some of those videos I'm, I'm just sitting there like i'm i'm glued to social media and people oh why why are you on that thing again you know what? because i'm listening and i'm learning and you know so many people ask they're like oh you know chuck so uh making that big money doing this doing this show now and everything and i'm like have you lost your mind you know much how how much monetarily i've had to invest in this no you don't and you really don't want to know because you'd never do a podcast or a show but the it's always whiffle, right the the whiffle for me the what's in it for me is to learn exactly. and to learn from my guests not what they are telling me i have to do but what they've explained and i even hate using the word explained but what they put out as far as their story their path their journey from where they were to kind of where they are however with that you know it, when when i first started this i had that that ego in me saying okay well it will be structured like this we will do it this way we will do it that way because i was looking for that perfection and one of my buddies you know and and he'll be on in, in another episode he was just talking to me and he's like dude you just got to find your belief like that's it like stop breaking it down stop manipulating it what do you want what what is your mentality behind it what is your thought process period what, what is it and from there let it flow let it be organic stop with all this structuring that is so right when you are yourself it is literally that is the whole point of life the rebirth is and this is what i've realized that and we, there are quotations in the Bible for it. If you're, the Bible holds a lot of wisdom if we can cipher it, okay? But you will be born again. Until you're born again, can you not in, enter in the kingdom of God and whatnot? But that means in order for you to know truth, to know God, to know source, to know the secrets of life, you must let go of what you think you know. You let go. A new energy arises. And as I said, it's like a phoenix of emerging. That let go, as you said, like, yeah, it's just be yourself. And this is something I've tapped into very well that just be your authentic self let the divine flow through you become pure presence not a personality but a presence be here and now and just let what will be will be do you know what i mean but when you do flow because you're with the current of life itself it just goes you know there's no tension 
because the tensions exist in the mind. Tensions, it's all in the mind. The mind is the fragmentation. So it's like, okay, so I need to be like this, I need to be like that because, oh, but they'll judge me. What if, what if, what if, you know? It's because there's a tension, we're holding the tension up there. My podcast has to be like this. My video has to be like that. Because we're doing this, we're trying to be something we're not. And it creates that resistance, you know? Rather, when you do just relax, that's what enlightenment is. It's just to relax and let that force flow through you, you know? And when that happens, oh, it just flows, doesn't it? It just flows. It doesn't like many, many times I've come on my lives and I'm feeling pretty anxious, you know, things happen. But as soon as I flow, it's gone because you're in the current of life. It's like, it literally is like a river, you know? And I see all these people, I've seen a lot of ego trips. Oh, I'm all into the non-duality. I'm all into the flow of life. No, you're not. Look at you. I'm all into that. No. When you let go of the I'm into it and just be, that flow will be there. And that non-duality that everyone's trying to grasp for will be there. Enlightenment is put too much onto a pedestal. That's why I don't like using the word enlightenment. I prefer alignment, realignment. Come back to your alignment you, and you'll see that emptiness. Exactly. Exactly. It's that simple, you know, but ego, mind likes to make life complicated. Life is simple. Life is so simple when you're out of the mind. Absolutely. Okay. You know, and that was, that was very much his point is he said, well, what do you want it to be? And I was like, man, I, I, I just got done explaining what, what I want it to be. He goes, no, no, no. What do you want it to be? And I'm like, man, what the hell are you talking? I, I just told you what I want it to be. He goes, no. Who deep down in your core, like that person that you are, who are, you know, what do you want it to be? And I'm like, I have no idea. He goes, well, then maybe that's a sign that all this structure needs to go right out the window. And you just need to organically let it flow. I was exactly. like, you know, you, you you and your good ideas, man. You know, type, type thing. But th that was his whole point is like, who do you? You are, you know, new you is an, an acronym for nothing exists without you. And I don't mean your physical body and, and this and that but who you are yeah. in your core. None of this would exist without you. And when he was asking me, what do you want it to be? I had no idea. And he Please. said, well, that's mainly because what you, what you truly want is for it just to be simple, for it to just be organic, for it to just flow from within you and from within your guests. And the more you structure it and manipulate it and try to make it fit a format or your agenda or whatever, the more distorted from the real you the real them it becomes and the real listener if you will not to label them but obviously the people that are listening to this it will disconnect farther from the real person 
the 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 real being, the ever evolving real being that they are. Exactly. The word organic you say is so significant because it does organic is real fresh. Do you know what I mean? These words are beautiful. When you flow, we're always with that feeling of bliss, this rejuvenation, because the flow is the language of the self. Eternity, you're existing now, relaxed. And as you said, when when you structure it, you're in your mind. I do a lot of, probably seen the way I move on social media, me and my pal do um, a lot of like flow movement. Mm-hmm. I'm very much about let your body guide you, let your body carry you, don't interfere with the process, get out of the way, you know. He's very much rigidness in his flowing, but that's because he's calculating it with his mind. It's like he needs to learn to relax. And this is what the whole society needs to do. It's just to learn to be calm. Because when you're calm, when you're relaxed, when you're at peace, you're not in duality. You're not extremities of one side to the other, of good and bad and whatnot. And because of this duality is why the whole world is in the way it is. Because we're identifying with what's going on outside and not inside. To organically come back to yourself, as you say, is the whole spiritual process done in one moment. And you can have it in one moment if you just relax. Anytime we relax, we're with our spiritual self because we're just there. There's nothing we're doing. There's no past in us. There's no future. We're just here and now, you know? And and that's, you were talking about, you know, you're bringing in extreme right or extreme left or whatever. Um, And we've heard, well, you can't have good without evil. You can't have happy without sad. You can't have this without that. Anything, uh, you know, they're, they're an equal and opposite reaction. So, yeah, okay, fine. That's taking things to the extremes. But what do all of those things have in common? A center, right? Why, why do you have to have this if you have that? So that everything has a center it has a center you know that's why the in the scientific world they harp so much on homeostasis right that neutral that coming back to neutral that center and when you stop with all this engineering this manipulation to bring it to one extreme or the other and just realize, hey, if you find that balance, that center, you, that's you. That's coming back to you. I've completely, I've had out-of-body experiences and whatnot because the veil between the physical and my spiritual has gotten so thin and the energy is high. And it's not imagination. You actually leave the body. And this is my experience. But... Life here in third density, this third dimensional reality, because there's everything here, there's fear, there's, you know, as well as love, which is, as you said, good without bad. But overall, there is something there. That's love. That's divine. That's the balance. But in this life, I've learned this. There's a photo on my phone about surrendering what doesn't help us, but also keeping discipline because we're in, as I said, this is your letting go, but this is your keeping something up because there are distractions designed to to really knock us off to keep us in that so so two circles kind of overlapping a little bit um between discipline and surrender and what's what if you surrender what doesn't serve you in societies for example because if we're living in a society 
there's a lot of distraction. If you're living in nature, there's no reason to have discipline because you're in alignment. You're with your true self, yeah? Because you are nature. Your physical body is the same as the minerals. Everything is made up of nature and the physicality. There's no need for discipline because you will just flow when you're with nature. However, in society, surrendering what society has corrupted us with, which is obviously our conditioned self, but you need to keep a disciplined self because everything is designed to distract you. And this has been me for a long time that I lose the discipline and I go back to feeding my conditioned self, which then I have to surrender, which then, you know, I, I need to keep the discipline. But I found, and this is a photo online, which is really beautiful, that when you do balance the discipline with the surrender, when you let go as well as hold on, you do experience flow. You do experience flow. And flow is that state of just being here and now. There's no sense of I inside you. We know when there's a sense of individuality when there's a sense of fear you know there's no fear but the discipline aspect is only necessary because we're living out of balance with nature we should be living in huts off the land dancing around the fire you know singing chanting how our native american brothers and sisters live but of course the industrial revolution has destroyed that all for the sake of greed it's all built upon greed we're living out of balance from day one almost you know as soon as we enter the education system we're being conditioned to be something that we're not meant to be. But it's also necessary to know that so then we know that we are this other thing. That's the darkness in order to know the light. But they're both two extremes, okay? We are in the middle, as you said, in the science perspective, that we are the balancing point or the homeostasis or whatever. Does that make sense, you know? Absolutely. And, and you know, we're discussing extremes, if you will, and you know, a, a big way that I was able to, you know, like you said, that you just completely disconnected and people would think, man, that's extreme. Like you really just dropped everything like cold turkey or whatever. Well, that's what I wound up doing with alcohol or substances, you know, from my childhood and stuff like that is I just had to go to that complete extreme. Not that I'm at that extreme anymore. But because I was at the destructive extreme, and like you had mentioned about being addicted to um, social media or the internet or pornography or whatever, you had to, in order to completely break that, you had to go to this extreme. However, the, the, the blessing behind that if we can take ourselves to this other extreme and can can control that, can operate within that realm safely, effectively, and stuff like that, slowly it comes once again back to center. And we don't have to be extreme anymore. And there are going to be instances in our life where we will have to go to the extreme because of external um sources you know in dealing with things in that moment but we know we can already do that we know that we have been to those extremes and we're capable of doing that however our 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 norm if you will comes back to us that that's when you when you're able to make your norm yourself 
man, I, I'm still working on that. You know, we're all a work in progress, you know, indeed, so, indeed. but uh, I, I, I truly feel that once you can make your norm you or make you your norm, man, you're good to go. So uh, I'll tell you what, uh, if, if, if you would, can you let us know or let the let listeners know more where they could find you, where they could contact you and, um, you yeah. know, learn, learn a little bit more and everything. So, and yeah, you're right. One more thing real quick. But yeah, yeah. like it's like a pendulum, one extreme to the other. But when that energy, when you take the energy away, it just stops. That's how the mind works. And then you're in the middle. And that's non-duality. And you can find me, my friends. Um, so my name on social media is Old Soul Tales. Old underscore soul underscore tales. And that's my Instagram and TikTok. Uh, TikTok is more my spiritual, like, you know, just talking truth. And I do a lot of lives on TT. Uh, YouTube as well is the same sort of thing. Uh, it's Old Soul Tales, just no no underscores, but you'll find this old soul tales, tales as in T-A-L-E-S, like the tales of, you know, <laughs> um, but yeah, man, no, it's been good. It worked out well. The, 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 this is nice. This is the first time we've actually sat down for a prolonged oh, conversation, yeah, uh, but uh, we'll have to definitely, you know, outside of the show, sit down and do some more of these, um, link up and everything but at the same time you know uh as as hopefully this show progresses and everything i'd, I'd love to have you back on to talk more because I, I you know i know we've probably been going for you know a little over an hour and a half um right now and that's okay uh, I, mean, I, you know, I could probably talk about this for well is as long as it, it would take to get everything out but uh you know i'd I'd love to have you back and um definitely definitely this this is what it's about you know interconnecting with one another sharing 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 this is all i can say to people that just follow share with your friends share with your families get it out there because the more we talk about this the more we're changing the world and things are changing okay we have to be that change individually and then we meet other people because we are interconnected and it's, it's it's a blessing to meet people that understand you do you know what i mean this is why i spend a lot of time alone but most definitely I'm, I'm willing to come back on. Definitely. Oh, now I, I really do appreciate it. Um, you know, and, and I, I liked how we discussed everything, but in the end, it all came back to the center. It all came back to you. Indeed. Indeed. So I, I guess it goes to show that nothing exists without you exactly it all starts with you we are subjectivity our reality comes from within always from within and we are creating we are creators do you know what i mean every split second of life and it's just about understanding that and then obviously living it and it is isn't far away the truth it's it's right there but of course articulating it into ways that each and every one of us can understand, you know, because we're all different. We've all got a path. We've all got a, a walk. We've walked, you know. I, I I completely agree, brother. And I tell you what, I want to thank you personally. And, you know, on 
I'll just speak for the team as well, um, even though it's quite early here and they're not up. Um, you know, it's it's just me, but um, we appreciate you for coming on. We we really do. Uh, we appreciate you. You guys make sure you go check Aiden out, hit him up. Uh, there's there's tons of good stuff that that he's put out, and I'm sure he's going to continue to put out. And we'll keep you guys updated as far as um, you know possible podcasts, stuff like that, whether it's with me or with his own, and everything like that. But Aiden, brother, I I, I want to leave you with this, and, and this is something that I like to, to leave, leave the show with each day. Is you know you are so much more powerful than you realize at this moment. And you are worth so much more than you give yourself credit for. And that's because nothing exists without you. Aiden, my brother, thank you. Guys, thanks for tuning in. We appreciate you all. It's been a pleasure, my friend. And likewise, you keep doing what you're doing. I'm very proud of you as well from the UK perspective. Keep just share that light you know don't ever stop for anyone truly and i'll be happy again to come on anytime speaking your truth right indeed indeed that's what we are that's what we do and you guys do the same until next time i appreciate y'all cheers